0: Plus minus. Curry, way downtown. Bang! Bang! Oh, what a shot from Curry! Tim Kawakami deserves all the credit there. <laughs> plus minus. Play driving again. Oh, you're killing me. Tell Marcus that he asked the, you know, that question about my defense. Did you hear that, Marcus? Anthony, you know me well, buddy. I have a great night. I think you got the highest plus minus in the season in NBA history. Welcome to Warriors Plus Minus as we wind down the regular season and head for the playoffs. We have 16 days before the postseason begins, and we still don't know where the Warriors are going to end. Wait, wait, do we have 16 days, or, or will they be a play in team? <laughs> If they had won last night, which they almost they did, they yeah. would have
1: clinched. So I'm assuming they're going to get one of the next six. That's
2: one to clinch six at least, or is it one to clinch the playoffs? One to clinch oh, that's six. right, because your seven to ten yet. isn't clinched. Yeah, so one gets them in no matter what. Okay.
1: Because Minnesota lost, so I was like, they're five losses ahead of Minnesota, or, you know, whatever. So they cannot, if they win one
2: game, or Minnesota loses one game, they cannot be yeah. seven.
1: So, the answer to what we're talking about is yes. Well, Marcus,
2: Marcus <laughs> was got dreaming 16. of that play-in. He wanted that play-in. He wanted a
0: no, I felt there. like we needed to address that, because a lot of people are like, oh, can they? they? You know, in the panic the panic era, people were like, oh, they might not make the playoffs. But, uh, uh, you know, it, what was interesting against Phoenix, they Actually, looked pretty good. And I don't know. I was trying to think when's it been when they play that well? The
1: smell of moral victory was in the air last <laughs> night. Oh man. We hey, don't do hey, moral, vi- hey, do moral victory, they don't do moral but... victories.
0: That was a morale boost.
1: We don't do moral victories, but let's parade every uh, interview in here and just talk about how awesome it was to keep it within two tonight.
2: No Steph Curry, no Steph Curry. they're allowed to at least say, "Hey, if Steph was there, probably would have." They would have won if Quinndary Richardson maybe. was playing. I fin- mean, a. Richardson. Richardson. <laughs> I hope
1: that was on purpose. <laughs> yes, of course. Um, I mean, I agree with them. Like that, there's a lot of positives from last night. There's some negatives too.
2: It does tell you about the state of this season at this moment is where they they are embracing a loss as as a positive you know that is not like them and as Draymond said that's not like them they don't do that but coming from where they were coming from as poorly as they'd played as terrible on defense as they'd been and I didn't see all those games uh while they were I was on vacation and they were off in some other other parts of the world but I looked at some of the stats
1: it did not look good it did not look Let good. me tell you Tim when they lost to the Orlando Magic they did it wasn't a moral victory post game they weren't like <laughs>
2: Oh, that magic! I don't know. They're up and coming. They got some real good players. Uh, if
1: Clay had only not fouled Franz Wagner late, Markel we would have Fultz stole tough it.
2: to match up with him in, in 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 a short series.
1: Did you happen to see Corey Kispert cook them in D.C.? I though? saw that. I saw the
2: stats. I had missed that part. That is, yeah, that is not uh, that is not what you want to do. That does not set you up well for a playoff matchup against the Phoenix Suns or Memphis Grizzlies.
0: To me, the low point though, like Kispert, you know, they kept leaving him open. He kept hitting the shots, right? Uh. The low point was all star MVP Danilo Gallinari. Like, they just literally could do nothing with this guy. And we've seen that matchup forever, right? Like, put some respect on Danilo Gallinari's name. He's a good player, but he's never, he doesn't torch. That would no, Draymond. Remember like the remember the,
2: the, the Clipper series? Like he didn't do anything. No, that he did, that's was, what I'm it was, saying. It was, every, it. it was everybody else who who was tough on them, but not not Gallinari. But
1: he's what Corey Kispert dreams to be <laughs> in the league. All right, uh, yeah, be a good dream. He's a good player. Well, that's woo. probably a, that's probably a good. You know, jumping off point because uh, that was the, you know, the, we could talk pool. We will talk pool. Uh, but Draymond Green's, like, was himself somewhat last night. There's still, I, I think particularly offensively, it's still not the burst of the rim that we saw early in the season. But from just, like, a jumping around the court energy perspective, pushing the pace, which is such an important thing with this team when he rebounds and goes, when he just pushes everything. Like, that looked like Draymond Green to me last night. That My mind could have been in December, and we could have, like, I would have believed that Draymond Green. Uh, was out there. So that is just absolutely massive because I think we all know Steph Healthy is number one, Draymond looking like himself is number two in like must-haves on the playoff checklist.
2: Even more it was Draymond Green looking good against DeAndre Ayton, right? that's what we were saying. They haven't signed a center. They don't have center depth because this whole thing is Draymond at center against the big centers in the playoffs, obviously against any team, but specifically against Jokic, you know, Ayton who, you know, go bear in a different way. He looked great against Aiden. I thought he looked great against Aiden. I like him Aiden. against
1: Aiden just in yeah. general.
2: He just, yeah, it's like Aiden's one of those guys who doesn't like playing six-foot-six six guys, I think, if they're strong and they kind of hit him in the base. He just doesn't like that that game. Uh, maybe he will eventually, obviously still young, but he put up a ton of shots, and he didn't look great putting up those shots. Some of them, he's just so big that he's going to get the ball in the bucket, but it just didn't feel like he was comfortable out there. And Draymond, I mean, I, I, I tweeted this, like, guys, the Suns were getting into the paint and just like, okay, Draymond's there. I'm going to go back out here. I don't want to do this. Had not seen that in a long time. That is so essential for the Warriors. It's where it all starts. If they can't have, if they don't have a defensive base, they're going to lose. Through these years when they've been title contenders, you could just bring that defensive base, plop it into a series and say, you're not going to score 115 on us. We're going to score 110. Now try to beat us. Then they hadn't said, you know, that hadn't been the case. And we kept joking. Like, they're number one defensive she still? Number one still? Barely number two? Like, what is this? It wasn't what we were seeing because it was unraveling as we were saying it. And now it unraveled, certainly on that road trip. And I think it can get pieced back together. Kirk clearly credits Draymond out there. Not just Draymond's play, but his voice. And it would all, I think, you know, even I think Andre said it. Like, you can't really say much when you're not playing. He's playing now. So he can bark at some of these guys. He can order them around. He can give them encouragement. That means something more. And that that helps Jordan Poole. It helps, you know, everybody else out there, Otto Porter. And they played good defense last night. I mean, moral victory, not whatever. They just play good, good, good defense. And that means a lot. If they don't drop the ball and miss four easy layups, or have Steph Curry, you can you know, you can mark that down against a really good team. And I think the Suns were motivated. The Suns were rested. They had all their guys. I think they wanted to put the Warriors away, and they almost did early. Uh, no Cam Johnson, sorry. Okay, no Cam Johnson. That's that, that's a big one. But everyone else, all their big guys. Uh and who won it at the end, right? Devin Booker and Chris Ball. They're 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 top,
1: top, top guys. Marcus, I kinda of wanna get your thoughts on Draymond, but quickly that's I'm a stat I Put in my story last night though, like, which I think is a problem and we can get to it but Suns 31-6 and 6 in clutch situations this season Warriors 1-8 in March in clutch situations they find ways to lose late the Suns find ways to win that's a problem Chris Paul Devin Booker Chris Paul Devin Booker
0: yeah uh, I, I, Draymond looked great but you know what it looked? it, it looked like that's going to be hard to duplicate for seven games right <laughs> I mean he was all in you could see him like mustering. It was like one fourth quarter rebound. He didn't get to it, but it's eight and eight and seven foot, and he just—you could just see him put everything he had. And He jumped and he tapped it out. Like it was a, it was like a very typical Draymond. We're getting the ball moment, and you could just watch him. Right, he's just like, yo, you're asking him to do this for. 30 minutes or <laughs> 25 every other day for seven games. Like, for yeah, seven like,
1: games. Like, Rick Celebrini about to get like two hours of sleep during the playoffs. <laughs> yeah,
0: that it just it, man, it looked like a lot, right? Uh, now obviously, you know, if they get the right pace and if they're hitting threes, like you could probably buy more time with Looney, you know, but it was just like, yeah, Looney, did Looney even come back the second half? I don't no. think, yeah. Well, he's, yeah, he played the one stint. The, the okay, half. yeah. It's just he, like, he played two stints. One stint in the first half.
2: Then he, I think he played like a possession or two because they went off as Down, as yeah, as at the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, but it's uh, like he was – stints, was two. He played two stints. He played two stints. Kaminga like played, played one stint. Kaminga did not play in the second Look, half. And okay. his stint
0: was chasing Chris Paul. He was yes. on the perimeter. Yes. So they yes. were just like, yo, Draymond, you are the guy in the middle. And it definitely looked – like, you could see why they can say that. Like, you could see his impact on the game. There was one possession where, you know, the Suns have the ball in the inbounds. And, you know, all the, the all these inbound plays are like cuts to the basket. They're trying to get a cut. So, it's like Bridges is cutting. Draymond and jumps in front of it. But then that opens up another cut for Aiton, and he jumps in front of that. And then Bridges like cuts again, and, and Otto Porter goes to sleep. And Draymond was almost there. He lunges again, but he doesn't get the pass. And Bridges lays it in. It was like this dude almost stopped three wide open layups. It was like mad, like, like he didn't get the third. That you could see why they could do that. But man, that that felt like a lot to ask. You could just see. It, well, how like, about in post series right? after series? You know,
1: he was talking about the road trip and what that was on the body. And then uh, I mentioned Celebrini. He was like, we did a full body cleanup this morning. And then we had to activate all my limbs. I'm like, this will be before every playoff game. Now, that is the benefit of the playoff schedule, particularly, you know, especially the first round. It feels like there's always like... Two yeah, days they, off between. And yeah, They spread it out to make yeah. sure
2: that it gets to the next weekend because they don't want they want a, a so many they want
0: two weekends and, out of a series. Yeah. So
2: many are sweeps that they got to get the fourth game to the to the next weekend just so they have an, another weekend. Like, they don't want to be empty, but
0: and they
1: get the week off before. Yeah, yeah, they got a week off before they get the spread out first round, and that's like to me where they need to find themselves. We've talked about it, like the first round is vital because that's when they're going to be at their like most rusty out of rhythm whatever you want to say because you know it'll probably be steph's like second game back maybe so what's their depth at celebrini they need like multiple celebrinis like, they do uh-huh. they, they actually they have a bunch of guys on the on okay. the staff but um, they
2: only say celebrini that's the only one they
1: ever say well, like, they, you know bit. oftentimes they only say kerr and we know, we know he got 95 <laughs> coaches or myers uh, you know when we talk about front <laughs> offices it's you know they are, There There's is depth, a uh, depth, just depth. army behind them uh, in the organization, as we know. Well, let me bring up the, the topic
2: that uh, many people are dying for me to bring up right now. And I'm writing about this player. Jordan Poole was marvelous last night in, in a huge game. What I've been saying, Like, I, I don't know that he deserves a big contract extension until I see him do stuff in big games and big moments against the best teams when he's got to do it.
0: And he did it and no nah, that's know, not the convo well how could well, you ever possibly how, doubt how, that this Had could you not anointed him you, immediately no. how could you even <laughs> fathom in your mind that this wasn't the case
2: that's Answer that to the is people. also true also <laughs> true also so true i thought it was like maybe the best game i've ever seen him play just given the stakes given the responsibility given who he was playing chris paul Devin booker he wasn't guarding them he was guarding mikhail bridges but he, you know, switches. He gets them. He's got to hold up. He's got to play help defense. And you know, the two plays that I loved, or the two things that I loved, weren't even the thirty-eight points. I think it was thirty-eight, which was, I mean, essential and creative. And I mean, his his drives are unbelievable. He finishes every time. It's it's that's where the length comes in. I think it was. The defensive rebound at the end of the game where Booker, you know, he screens up Booker because Draymond is fighting with Aiton and the ball comes off and he's there scrapping for that rebound, gets fouled. I guess he didn't get credit for a rebound and they were very vocal about him deserving that rebound stat. I'm sure he'll get it back when they protested and, and makes two free throws to put him up. It was huge and having Chris Paul yap at him and him yapping back like, you know. Like we've seen scrubs out there who Chris Paul doesn't even care about, he walks right past. We've seen mediocre players. Chris Paul would never get involved in in, in a heated thing. He got involved. He like picked out Jordan Poole to try to get into him at, late in the game, and as I asked Draymond, as Raymond said, it, it, "You know, it's a it's a sign that he's being taken seriously by at the highest levels, and that this is this is a guy that like yeah he's showing who he is in a huge moment." Getting the attention of, of one of the greatest players in the game uh, and scoring 38 and doing scrappy stuff. that That's that's how you get stuff. That's how you And you earn thought a Jacob right Evans there. was better. And you <laughs> thought Jacob <laughs> Evans not, was better. I don't think I ever thought that. <laughs> <laughs> Probably never, ever.
1: You measure the respect, though. How much is not, you know, Chris Paul's obviously talking to him. How about the way these teams are defending him? Miami was doubling him at half court. And he was picking them apart. You know, I mean, you'd mentioned the most impressive games he played. It, last night is certainly an argument. How about without the veterans in Miami? He beats the Heat and he has them frustrated. And, you know, obviously the Butler udonis has situations after he hits one of his three straight threes. The shot has changed in March. He just suddenly became Steph Curry from, uh, you know, a deep accuracy standpoint. He shot, what's the exact number if I can find it? I think it's something like 100, you know, 39 threes in march and made 67 of them 45 percent on that volume he has 10 more threes than anyone else in the league like this is a guy who 28 percent from three as a rookie i think he was 35 percent last year but we know that you know the streaky nature of it he just had a 15 game stretch which is pretty large sample where it was just like unstoppable because if he's even if he has an inch of space from 27 feet he's Damian Lillard, you know, whoever, name your elite shooter. That's what he turned into this month, and we know the first step. We know the confidence, but if he is going to be anywhere near that type of shooter, we are starting to talk about max money territory, to be honest with you guys.
0: $20 million is a discount. Man. Nothing, They're begging nothing, for $20 million now.
1: You see Guadal's <laughs> quote on it to me? He <laughs> said, yesterday's price is not Ain't today's price. price. No, no, hey,
2: this is how you earn it. This is how you earn it. You know, it's in a weird position. That's you know part of my. At some points, I want to see it because that position isn't necessarily a max position. If you're behind Steph Curry, how much money can you put into a a scoring point guard? But he's making it like it doesn't matter. It does. If you're this good, it doesn't matter what the position matches. Because
1: the legal play, the legal pay. Yeah, exactly. Like
2: this is like if you want to maintain his value. Then you're gonna to have to pay him and and the Warriors are gonna to have to pay him if he plays like this. I will say it, they will have to pay him. And I, you know, assume that they will have every, you know, desire to pay him. We'll see what the number ends up being. But I'm gonna still say it. it's not just the scoring. It can't just be the scoring. Scoring's a big, big part of it, but it's gotta be the other stuff. It's the playmaking, it's the toughness, it's you know, be a physical, be aggressive. You need to be those things because in the playoffs, they're gonna take away some of the scoring. They are, they're just going to do it. And can you help the team in any other other ways and I, I think they agree with me I mean like Draymond and Steve Kerr are saying like yeah we ought want to see that stuff that's the stuff that wins playoff series and I agree with them eh. I'm not agreeing with them because they're saying I'm agreeing with them because I believe it that the, this is the, the scrappiness again you got to score that's what uh, yeah that starts the conversation I'm not saying it doesn't start the conversation but it's the other stuff that he has to do on this team that Provides the playoff value, and he's doing it. He is absolutely doing it. No questions that they're running the step stuff for him. They're literally running the pin down handoff, all that stuff. They're running the step stuff for him, and he's scoring on them at, at a n- very nice efficiency level. Yes, I'm saying it. Yes, I, I, I'm. i This is happening before our eyes. I don't think it happened until a couple of weeks ago, where it really was the step towards this you know, elevated position in the NBA where he's going, he could be a 25, he could be a 28 million, he could be, you know. Keep going, way to keep minutes. going, he, he, keep he going. He's
1: 20 million
0: now. That's, it's, it's, yep. it's, that's gone. Yeah. It, yeah. If, if, uh, if
1: they threw four for 80 extension on the table in front of him this offseason, but he's again, saying, by the way, I will it, see you in restricted free agency.
2: Yeah, it doesn't have to be done now. Let's, you know, it's going to go through the playoffs. It's going to see all those things, well, but yes, right now he's a $25 million. I, player. I, I right
1: now he is. I'd just go beyond that point quick. Like, there's this idea that, like, this urgency is now, it's probably going to restrictive free agency, especially if it's getting towards Max territory. Like, you know, and even if they did extend him, the big money doesn't kick in until two seasons from now. So it's not as urgent as maybe, you know, we are definitely seeing his money, his future earnings explode over this last month, but it's not as frantic of a situation for the Warriors as much because, like, restrictive free agency for him technically is like 15 months from now, basically. Markets. That's the
2: are- only place where it really is involved is is kind of future planning with other players like Andrew Wiggins extension, maybe not. So, you know, like that's where it comes into play. Like, okay, if we got a budget, this $28 million contract, there are somewhere where this is going to, to be balanced out. And I've always said that that position at small forward where somebody can play defense is probably more valuable than than another guard, but I'm not saying it now based on the things that we've seen from both pull and Wiggins lately. And there's that's that's the thinking there. I mean that's the, yeah. other than the now, 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 everything must be decided now that that's not the case with this. other than. How are they going to kind of order up their contracts, their, 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 you know, maybe draft a small forward or maybe try to see Kaminga as your starting small forward. Like That's the things that have to be discussed right now as we see this elevation of, of Jordan Poole. And we are absolutely seeing an evolution ev- ev- <laughs> evolution and elevation of Jordan
0: Poole. You were talking before about you need to see the other stuff. Uh, I, I agree. I, I think that's them doing the double thing where they're winning now and developing for later who the player Jordan Poole is going to be. Like, he needs to have all that stuff. He needs to be able to do more. But I kind of feel Jordan Poole on this. Like, right now, no, he needs to get buckets. He's a reliable offensive weapon. Like, he can't not score. You got Steph. And then who's the other guaranteed? So it's like, all right, yeah, I get it. He's got to play defense. Like, but literally... Outside of Steph, he's the only person who could start from the perimeter and get to the rim. Like, and that, to me, is incredibly valuable when you're playing Draymond and Kevon Looney. So, it's like, I get it. Like, yeah, you want to see all that and the player who he's going to become. You know, he needs to have all of that. But they don't have Bucket. I mean, it was 103 last night. They scored 103 points last night. And he had 38. <laughs> like, they just don't have reliable places to go to score.
1: When he was out of the game, it was like, uh, can, you should probably get him back in the <laughs> game. Get him right back. Yeah, yeah. It was like, Eva like, be elites, all right, come on, let's go. back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Kirk
2: took him and Wiggins out at the same time a lot. And I mean, I'm, I'm, w- Wiggins didn't shoot the ball well, either to Clay, but I just like that. He's somebody, he's a threat, at least. So you'd think you'd keep one of those guys on the floor at all times i think even clay was off the floor for some of those it was that really quirky it
0: was it was uh, like andre Bielitsa, porter gp2 GP2, yeah it It was was like
2: let's
1: outsmart them
2: yeah but you know they didn't get blown off the floor by the way like that because they're going up against the sun's backups and i think that might be the one sun's vulnerability and you did i I forgot cam johnson would be a, a force if he was out there but like, you know, they're throwing Biombo and, you know. Torrey Craig. Campaign, yeah. Yeah. That's
1: going to be the know? legend himself, JaVale yeah. McGee, come playoff yeah. time. He, just, he he also was yeah. not available. There you
2: go. Like, that's the one. Like, maybe they could stagger that a little bit more to make sure that they've got Booker or Paul on the court at all times.
1: They've clinched the best record in the NBA. So they're definitely, you know, you know they could stretch minutes much more, too, right? And like you said, stagger yeah, pool. I would guess in a,
2: yeah, in a playoff series, they would not go long with, without one of them on the floor. Or Aiton, like they had all three of them off the floor, and it's Mikhail Bridges. And you know, I love Mikhail Bridges as a player, but he's not going to go get you buckets. Although, although he did last night.
0: He does against the Warriors. Yeah, he does. He, he's he, a great
2: he, player. I mean, he's a really good player. Again, that's my kind of player. That's what they would love from Wiggins, right? They would love that from Wiggins, and that is not happening. <laughs> that's like people are saying, you know, you know, Mikael Bridges is a, is a good, you know, model for Kaminga and. Like, I get what people are saying, like, that defensive-minded first, you know, run run the the floor, get opportunity buckets, you know, f- just guard everybody, but, you know, Kamek is bigger than him. He's just a bigger, heavier player. Uh, he ain't chasing I Wiggins, around
1: screen, you know, like, yeah, yeah. getting small oh, Bridges, and all that.
2: Bridges just Bridges is just a really, really great all-around two-way player, and... I think that's what Wiggins, that's the, that's the Wiggins slot. Like that's who they want Wiggins to be at at their ideal. Sometimes he's been close to it, but certainly not for quite some time. know so, yeah, what was it so, since the all-star game or even right before the all-star game, he was kind of coming off of his game and it's just, it has a return. Uh, and, You know, obviously, Kerr's lost some faith in Kaminga. I mean, Kaminga plays eight minutes, 14 minutes. That's it.
1: Iguodala. Iguodala's return, really, he he leaps Kaminga. You know, that was part of the reason you saw so much Kaminga for a few months. was no Draymond, no Iguodala, or else you wouldn't see him. He's not – I don't think we're going to see him that much in the playoffs. I mean, last night was an example of of what the rotation might look like. I wanted to ask you guys a couple things quick on pool, just because of what this month has been. Do you agree – he can't really be pulled from the starting lineup when Steph comes back, and he probably has to play thirty-ish minutes a night every night, and like should probably close every night, which creates some <laughs> domino decisions. But I mean, I do think that's where we're at, right? I but mean, see,
0: this this is the part where if I'm Jordan Poole, this is where I got the problem. If it's him not getting it done, where is he? He getting pulled? He's not pulled he, he Well, I don't think pull, he is anymore. He That's the point. no, not anymore. But when he was right, when it's like, oh, you're not doing these two things, he comes. You know, you're out. You're, you're we're closing, and then Wiggins gets to not do it for months, and his spot is the most secure. Clay gets to play terribly, and yeah, his spot well, is yeah, secure. Well, well
2: we just, should get those, to yeah, old Clay. Those, those are some I, is, conversations there. It
0: is, but I'm just there. saying, yeah. if you're Jordan Poole, you like hold on, man. This 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 standard isn't universal here. He's twenty two years old. Like you Absolutely. do have to I yeah. mean,
2: and he's just two years removed from and he's also being the most not like player.
0: arrogant, like <laughs> yeah. confident. So player you make Andre. you
2: make him you make him <laughs> fight for it. You you do make him fight for it. There's other personalities. Maybe Wiggins would not be as you know, respond as well if you make him fight. We'll see. He's not playing well at all. I think the closing five is you just remove Looney and you put you have Poole in there. Like that's that's the closing five. Maybe Andre in there. I don't think they pull Clay or Wiggins for Andre.
1: What if you're playing a big team, or you know? Okay, let's say for example, Steph's available last night. Do you bench Clay Thompson?
2: That's the one you got to look at, or Wiggins? Like one of the two. I, Wiggins. I don't think it's
0: what are we yeah. doing? I, I How, think, I'm talking I, last I don't think night. I think I think they're gonna last happen, night. Happen, yeah, last night it's Wiggins.
1: Clay was the most disruptive player on the court last night. Clay Thompson has shown there are nights, and you usually know them early, that he is. Clay Thompson again, basically, you know, flashback the clock for a night in Atlanta. I actually talked to a few people pregame, and they were like, you know, Clay's got a bounce in his step tonight. Clay's going to be good. Like, you know, there was something, it, you know, his body just, you know, he felt good, and then he went out, scored thirty seven. Sure, he was amazing, but there's also nights like last night where, you know, how many cringeworthy. Plays that Klay Thompson have last night, the shots he was taking, the you know when he was trying to rumble down the lane, he kept getting the ball stripped off his leg, out of bounds, and obviously the fouls. Sometimes he gets overly physical. He started the game with a backcourt violation. Yeah, the Booker then, foul was bad, yeah. and then two fouls. Yeah, the Booker foul was killer. The Wagner foul I mentioned in Orlando was really bad. Like Wagner was throwing up a late clock three, and he just like crashed into his hip. He cannot play ahead of Jordan Poole if
2: that's a decision. Down the stretch, I don't I think don't that's the decision. I think, yeah, I don't think that's the decision. It
0: I think.
1: isn't always, but I'm just like there's clearly going to be those type of Clay Thompson nights. He's shown there's going to be the great nights and the bad nights. I think that's what we've been proven over the last couple months that he's going to be super inconsistent in that way. Understandably, my question is: Do you think if that's Game Four of a big playoff series, if it's for Iguodala, if it's for whoever, if Clay is being actively hurtful to the offense, he was hurtful to the offense last night.
0: We got to factor in the fact that uh, Steph will be on the court and there will be far less opportunity for clay to hurt the offense
1: you sure you sure yeah yeah. Yeah,
0: i'm sure
2: he got 16 shots up a game when it was steph and durant on the floor uh, yeah but they
0: Uh, they were different type of shots they weren't clay starting at the top driving like (laughs) that they weren't never we've never seen those the defense is going to guard steph curry we know this so now he's not going against a set a full set defense like it's just different with steph on the court the reason i say you don't you can't pull clay is because no matter what you got to guard him you have to guard him, and at any moment, everybody in this league knows that if you snap your fingers, Clay might hit four in a row. Like It can happen at any moment, and that is probably more valuable than...
1: <laughs> it is, and like to be honest, if, if you could just tell him, hey, look, your, your jumper's not on tonight, maybe you're not feeling as good, just go stand around and be a catch-and-shoot guy. He is really good for an offense. The problem is, and we've Who seen Who could tell it. him that? Who could well, tell him well, that? Well, the problem is, if he misses three... Steph... Sh- Steph is the guy who can tell him that. That's what I'm
2: saying. <laughs> Steph is. Draymond probably tells him that all the time. Draymond told that told him that when he was in his height six years ago. What are you shooting that for?
1: But you know his answer, and we're seeing it. His answer to these struggles is always like pedal to the metal further. I head down you know, right like yeah. Grrr. What you said is correct. Like everyone <laughs> in the league knows he might make four in a row, but he's like. I might make four in a row, you know? And it's no, like. No, he's not he, might. He's like, I, I will. Next I will. I will. He, <laughs> he should not have been five of 21 last night. He had 13 points on 21 shots. Last night. He should not have been five of 21. He should have been like three of 12. He should have just throttled back. Just throttled I this like last seven, by the way. Uh, and
2: and like he, a couple there of them key
0: were key really shots. Yeah, like huge and there were moments. Huge But here's, what I, here's what I think the reality is. They were is. like, like they, early in the shot. They, they can't
2: like just take him out of lineup and I think you know Wiggins is going to lose some of that. I mean they could just say it's the free throw shooting for Wiggins like you know at some points he cannot be on the floor if he if he's a 56% free throw shooter. They don't want to do it, but I think you don't have to say you're out for the final 5 minutes like you can go 2 minutes, 2 minutes, 2 minutes and just work it that way, but I do think the practical the practical reality is they cannot take Jordan Poole out of the closing group. That that just can't happen. Uh, the way he's playing, the way defenses have to react to him, the way it could work with him and stuff—we haven't really seen it. But you know that's because there's been injuries. You need those two on the floor. You need Draymond on the floor, and then you work the rest. You kind of go piece by piece. Sometimes it'll it'll be uh, Wiggins. Sometimes it'll be Clay. Something you know, Looney could even get some minutes. Like they're gonna move Porter. Like you know, Kerr clearly trusts Porter, although. Like when, I was looking, when's the last three point three point shot he's made? <laughs> I that's hard for maybe on the he road hit trip, last
1: night. Like, Remember he yeah. uh, uh like crossed somebody up on the it wing pulled. and he actually hit one. But J- you're yeah he's his three has yeah, not so. Been. But
2: again, they trust him and, and I, I think he's tough and he gets rebounds and all those things. So I just don't think we're gonna say, geez, they completely pulled Clay out of the, out for the fourth quarter for all, this whole series. It'll be a mix and match. It'll be a feel thing. That's how Kerr will explain it. The coaching staff will explain it. There might be some hurt feelings, but it might kind of, you know, reverberate in the locker room a little bit, but I think like it quality plays. Like who if you're we just playing well. Clay's
0: not take it. taking it. Why are we dancing around? Clay is not he's gonna blow up. <laughs> yeah, he won't like it. he won't like it. he will like it. Clay's gonna be like, what? Are you? I game. I'm game six clay. Yeah, yeah. King Cooper. No, play clay for
2: game six. Oh yeah. no, if it's but game I, I mean, I, six oh, But geez. I think. But I mean, I, I I think Marcus has touched on this. Like, I mean, we got to put Wiggins in there in equal measure here. We do. Like, it's not like he's playing a lot better in clay, and, and they hope they put more responsibility on him because he's supposed to guard the the toughest guy, and sometimes he does well, and he's you know he has the athletic ability to do it, but. He's not playing good.
1: I mean, no question. And he is the more likely guy to get benched. I just think more, you know, bench is not the hey, right, Clay right is to shooting frame 33%
0: it. in the fourth quarter in March.
1: Yeah, it's more just like, geez, <laughs> he's just kind of somewhat needs a mindset change. And, you know, maybe Steph does provide that because it knocks him down the pecking order. Maybe he just needs needed to see this month from Poole. And, like, you know,
2: they're on the floor. They're both running through their, their, their sets. Draymond's got the ball. Who's he looking for? Clay or Jordan Poole? He are, he, so last night, he's looking for Jordan it's, Poole. Clay was so wide obvious. open one play ahead of him. He <laughs> threw it so bang. obvious.
1: I thought there were a few moments on the trip. I remember early on the road trip there's a technical foul with both Clay and Poole on the court. And Clay goes to the free throw line and Poole kind of does one of the, you know how Poole is. He like kind of walks, like I got it, Clay. Ha <laughs> just kidding. And then Clay shot him. and then late in the road trip, Poole. it was one of those nights Poole was really going. Clay let Poole shoot uh the technical free throw. Poole's the second best free throw shooter in the NBA right now, only behind Steph. Uh, And it's just maybe you're seeing that shift somewhat. I mean, there has to be an acceptance of reality of what's going on uh, with Jordan Poole. and, And maybe that knocks Clay down from a mindset standpoint to where he should be. You know, hey, you're hot. This is your night to Jack. You can't just try to Jack yourself. Out of a rhythm, basically.
2: Watch yourself Watch your gum. Yeah. Pa uh, Sorry. Yeah. Pause. <laughs> yeah.
1: Woo. All right, Marcus. G- yeah. Change hey, subject. Hey, G-K- Andrew Wiggins. Because Tim's right. G-K like obviously. out here
0: pausing people. It? <laughs> yeah. Like what is
1: he going with this? Oh man, Brian, you might need to edit that one. No, oh, that's
0: that's on the podcast. TK's G- first ever pause. <laughs>
2: a good all of that one. Wow. Um, wow. I, I do want to point out one thing. I mean, we've been all talking about Bielitsa is, is going to get out of the rotation and maybe he still will. He's playing solid minutes and he's playing pretty well.
1: Tim, he's I know like, you love when he does those wandering drives. Yeah, well,
2: those turnovers that are going to happen. Like, you never know with him. But, like, he's given him plus minutes. I think he was plus six last night, like, you know, against Aiton. Just a body out there you talk about that other center he's not really that other center but he has to be in this rotation they're clearly kind of cutting down looney's minutes and i don't know as kurt talked about are they trying to cut down looney's minutes like he's not playing that much in the last few games uh makes some sense and the elites played 19 minutes last night in a huge game Hit a big and three not yeah, it was not. Yeah, a he negative. took a he, three. Can you? Oh, he it took really a, three, to, he took a it. three. He absolutely made
1: it. Maybe they're showing uh, that on film day. All right, let's just watch these big. drives. <laughs> these pump and drives. What's
2: the what's the point per possession when you drive, as opposed to when you shoot an open? When three? he goes
1: baseline and he's like up in the air, you're just like, oh gosh, which of these sons is he gonna pass the ball to? So. <laughs> <laughs> it's even
2: like sons, Grizzlies, whatever. Like, don't do that. Don't don't do. You can't even do it against the Magic, but don't do it against Mikhail Briggs and chris ball i i just want to know like he's been playing tough like that yeah
1: it's really the last month i remember he like the coaches were really happy with the way he uh not handled Jokic in denver but remember the denver win they were like complimentary like you know like we don't really have anybody else on the bench that we could throw on Jokic. Yo- like Jokic of course scored on him and stuff but he's just battled and i think he's really battled the last month and i agree um what
0: well, man that bar is low <laughs> he,
2: G, G, what GB2 said, yes, but that's OK. GB2 said like when you are aggressive and play that defense, it sets what the officials are going to call. And I've always thought that about Iguodala. Like he swipes at everything. They're just not going to call it every time. He might get armed, he might not. But if you just play that aggressively... The whistles start going your way because you're playing aggressively. And if you don't play aggressively and you're just reaching and you're not moving your feet, you get the whistles whistle, whistle, whistle. And this kind of aggressiveness that they played with last night. Let's them play even more aggressively because you don't get whistled every time you bump somebody. Like the, some of the, you know, again, yeah, they were like taking wax at eight. Yeah, that's but the playoffs. The, yeah, they let them. They let them. If you just keep taking wax at the guy, they're not going to call it every single time. And probably they're just going to stop calling it. And that's the Warriors, you know, like Andre, Draymond, just whack, whack at the ball, just get the ball out of there. And Aiton doesn't like that, and Jokic is better at it, but you don't like it either. And they'll turn. You know, okay, you know I got elites on me, but I got all these guys swarming me, so I'll just pass it. And that's yeah, the playoffs. It's half-court defense, and this is how they won a lot of playoff series with with that kind of defense. Just amp up the energy. Just be there. And it's just like one of the people I didn't think had a great energy. That's why I only. Played that one stint was Kaminga. Like, he just didn't have the same aggressiveness that some of the other guys did. And, like you know, nine, eight, 19 years old, maybe it's going to come and go. But, uh, you know, I, I thought he'd be aggressive no matter what. Like, just that, that's the thing he's going to have, athletic aggression. And he seems to be taking a step back on that. He's just kind of like, oh, wait a minute now. It's March and everybody's playing hard. And, like, what, what do I'm going to do? Uh, and, yeah, he's getting his role cut and cut and cut. And I thought Moody was going to, you know, have more and more minutes. And that ain't happening at all. Like you know, we're seeing some of this two timeline thing get kind of pushed back a little bit. And there's one guy doing it, it's Jordan Poole, on the two timeline thing.
0: So we we can we can talk uh, Wiggins now. <laughs> you know,
2: I thought we no, were just talking. <laughs> <laughs> Actually,
1: hit a couple threes last night.
2: He wasn't terrible. He wasn't terrible. I mean, he is guarding Chris Paul. He's you know, uh, whether it's great or not, I don't know. But nah, he was good. Uh, he was he was yeah, he was pretty he was good fine. last night. He's just like. You just see it when you see Poole just take off. Like they need another guy doing that, especially when Steph's out and Wiggins isn't like I almost typed like this could be a big game for Wiggins, but you can't ever say that, right? You can't ever say, Oh, here's an Andrew Wiggins. Minnesota game.
1: games? No. Yeah.
2: Although not too much recently. But yeah, I mean that's the one. But oh my god, here they're there. They got this big game three and against Utah. This could be Andrew Wiggins game. Like I just don't I don't think they can do that. Totally terrible comparison. But remember Draymond uh, after they lost a game in New Orleans and he's like glaring at Durant at that practice, like, let's see what you got the next game. Let's see what you got the next game. And Durant delivered. Like, you can't ever do that with Wiggins. You just can't do it because you just don't know what he's going to do the next
1: game. The biggest Wiggins stat I see is before pre All Star break, 54 games, he was 41.4% from three. That's a deadly catch and shoot. That was huge for their offense. That's why he made the All-Star team. Um, Post-All-Star break, 28% from three. I mean, if he's missing the way he's been missing and they've been, like, way off, uh, it kills the offense, right? I mean, teams will leave him. As we saw in the first half, he punished teams for leaving him. Teams are still leaving him because they don't fear him like, you know, he is Clay Thompson. If he's hitting twenty eight percent of threes, like then he's having three of eleven nights. His he's not confident in the free throw stroke. He's not going to the rim. He's not being aggressive because he just doesn't like where the shot is. I and I I just I think it's really about his shot. I think it's about his jumper, and that kind of dictates his general aggressiveness level. And the jumper hasn't been there.
0: And he hasn't been great on defense. He was he was he was locked in last night. And Chris Paul is a really tricky cover, and he did pretty well. But he. He's, he's been easy to get by. He's one of them guys. Uh, you know, Draymond and Steph does it too, so maybe it's a team thing, but it's like I'm playing this middle space where I got a guy in the corner and I'm supposed to help out in, in the paint, but I'm actually not helping out. I'm just like kind of showing and then I get beat in the corner, especially against guys like Chris Paul, LeBron, who will zip that pass to the corner and he's just never he's never there to contest. So to me, he's got to be like, the dog on defense and the rest the rest will come but he's letting that shot affect his defense if he's not good on defense like tk used to always talk about this like who's gonna play in a four game series or you got to get four wins in the series who's gonna who's gonna get you a game right jordan pool's gonna get you a game in the in the series like he's gonna get hot one game it's gonna change the dynamic of the game and that'll be a game is wick can wiggins get you a game he can, if he gives the def- somebody a problem on the other end, he can do that. You know, but like he we just haven't seen this we haven't seen this guy who can it needs to be two-way wigs. And right now it's last night he was he was he was good on defense, you know. Like Chris Paul did not want to bring the ball up against GP2, so he was just moving it on. But when Wiggins was on him, like Wiggins made him work. He had to turn him a couple times. like. And with Chris Paul, that's what you got to do. You can't, <laughs> you just can't let him get straight line drives. Like, like the last drive where Otto Porter is on him, which the Warriors just didn't recognize, but Porter is on Chris Paul with the game on the line. That's bucket. Everybody knows that. That's a bucket. So they didn't do anything. But guess who's in the paint when he drives? Guess who's there? It's Wiggins. He doesn't do anything. He doesn't block the show. He doesn't do anything. He just stands there, which I never understand. Then why leave the guy in the corner, right? Just, just face guard the guy in the corner. So it's stuff like that, where it's like, if he fixes that, he becomes immensely more valuable. And, and maybe his shot comes, but the not having it on both ends, to me, is just is just too problematic. Well, and let's say, we're we talking about maybe, you know, he's reduced
2: role at the end of games. We'll see. I mean, there's a math issue there if you're going to play Jordan Poole, which they clearly are. But, they do need that kind of player. They
0: like, do, he, he, absolutely. Yeah, they do. I
2: mean, because it just can't be Draymond playing defense. It just can't be. And if you go Steph Clay Poole, for all the credit we give Poole for playing better defense, and I do think Steph was, you know, before he got hurt was having a great individual. Defensive season. You look at the stats; he's unbelievable. Um, whether you trust those defensive stats, and I don't always trust him. like he's playing good, but you know he's not stopper. Clay. I mean, we can talk about his defensive issues. There's I mean, there's there's no question. He's just he, his legs are not allowing him to stay in front of people. You can't. I mean, you do lose something if you just play those guys, right? I mean, you do need someone else out there other than Draymond who is going to say, "My guy is not scoring right now. I'm playing really somebody really good, and this guy's not scoring." And that's supposed to be Wiggins. Like that was just do that. Make your open shots and just do that. If they do not play him down the stretch, there are. I mean, you play a Suns team who's got Booker and Chris Paul and other people. It's gonna be tough. I mean, I, that's, I think they that's get th-
1: the Andre, Andre yeah. yeah, yeah. And also Gary sure. Payton II. But you don't want to overuse Andre. Yeah, you don't want to overuse Andre because I mean, you saw the last night he was at 16 minutes. Like, and they were, you could tell he was like, I don't know if he was trying to talk himself back into the game, but him and Celebrini are sitting over there and they're looking. You know, 16 minutes, Andre. That's a lot. Like, it can't be a nightly thing.
2: Plus, like, he's i mean in a playoff series, right? I mean, it's, like, game two he's feel okay, feeling okay. Then how's he feeling game three? Then how's he feeling game four, five, six?
1: Yeah, like, me? if there's two bad Wiggins games in a series, I think that's okay. But he just can't be like this for, you know, every game. Like, the last month he's had cannot be the April and May he's having. He's he, He's got to give him more. Or else it's going to be quick exit, probably. I mean, I, to me, I do think he's that. Quietly important to at least be average, and he's got to hit. Auto shots. Porter,
2: Auto Porter gets some of that, you know. They, I mean again, they clip play, Steve plays Auto Porter in the crunch. He just does. He gets him in there because he can hit a shot, even if he hasn't making a ton. But it, you lose but they're something not, there. They're too. not as good yeah. as
0: Wiggins, which is the problem, right? Like, yeah. Wiggins yeah, is actually good. Like, you know, good Wiggins. Yeah, good, good Wiggins man. is good. Like, he's a good player. Um, like even last night, right? Like, you ever seen? You, you don't see dudes. Get dunked back to offensive rebound, right? Like at a like that, that was, was a nice big play, play. Right, right. Like he can do stuff like that. Uh if you just think about what he can do, it is a bit enticing. I mean, if Wiggins is good, if he's they have to be great. If Wiggins is good, they're just a dramatically better team, right? That's just the way it is. If he's Yeah, just good, go look
1: at their first half record. Yes, they're just <laughs> a dramatically
0: better team. So it's almost like, dude, just figure out a way to get him good. But I do think it begins. If he just defends well, it just helps him so much. I mean, I know they like to whenever he's got a small on him, Steve, the the nineties player, and Steve is is hunting it Mouse in the house. Right? He's like, can like. He probably should cut some of that stuff the out. The block, the block screen. Because when he doesn't Love get it. a score, then it kind of you can see it. He doesn't want to get fouled really, but like he probably should cut some of that out. But if he just like he like he had Chris Paul in front of him, and he's like, hey man, this is your job. That matters. It definitely helps a lot. They got to figure out how to get him going defensively. Maybe I'm just presuming his shot's going to come back at some point, right?
2: Like he- it will probably be there for a game or two in a series. I think that's – you can't say it's going to be for most of a series, but you do hope it's – I mean, 35? That- can you
0: get 35 later? You can get 35 again five. 35. 35, thirty-five what percent? percent. Yeah, that's
2: what yeah, he is for his first career, right around. Yeah, I know, yeah, I mean, twenty-eight, he right? He, said he, yeah, should. Get he the should be thirty-five. I, I think it's maybe even more the other way. Instead of can he win your game, is he going to lose you a couple games? Like you know, like how many games can you afford to play him thirty-two minutes when he's playing bad? You know, or do you have to cut that down to twenty-four? it's going to be the other equation and just mix and match other players and get gp2 in there and you know what well, i mean I've, I've talked but gp2 is a plus player he's just a plus player like he just in in the playoffs he's going to matter a lot and and maybe he gets some of
1: those minutes because he can guard bigger players i worry about him physically though you, yeah no you question you to no see question. it i mean yeah. he's been limping for like three months
2: yeah well he was hurt he was hurt in training camp right i mean he he gets hurt that's and you know he, he just walked off the court last night
0: like while he was in the game while he was in the game yeah, like, the game. yeah. <laughs>
1: they didn't let the sub in it was one of those situations where he knew he was getting subbed out and the but the ref didn't let him in so he had to come so i get that
0: i didn't see that part i just saw him walking everybody's like hey dude come back <laughs> yeah <I know. laughs>
2: that was funny. that was interesting that was interesting oh, i guess he's out he, now oh wait a minute now
1: he's, he's but he said tweaked yeah, ankle right. uh-huh. He has had the knee stuff well, spencer didn't really need him in the inside of the knee in dallas that before so he i talked to him about that he said that was one of the weirdest injuries he's got but hit his shin in san antonio he's just you know it's just kind of a reckless style it's what makes him good but we worry about andre holding up your physically and and Peyton the same anyway. Sorry, Marcus.
0: Yeah, they got that him. This is where I mean I I know he's not a quote unquote offensive player, but the way he works the dunker spot is a, is a valuable offensive weapon. I, look, Wiggins could even do that, right? Like th- that's one of the things. It's like, hey man, just float right here, like sneak up right here, and once once Wiggins is at the rim and he's got to look like that's a bucket. But the way he does that, and they're they're looking to find him. To me, that. That's another way to get Wiggins going. Stop working him from the perimeter, ISO. Put him in that dunker spot. Like Make him a live target. But Peyton is really good at that. And who else actually does that on the team? It was supposed to be Wiseman.
1: Peyton plays with this like stalking mentality. You know, like you see like, a film with, like a Sneaky, cheetah huh? like yeah, yeah. sneaking. Have you seen the Pelicans point guard, by the way? Backup point guard, Jose Alvarado, where he does the thing where he goes and hides in the corner. After like a made basket and then he Alvarado runs does that? Yeah, you guys yeah. should look up these Jose Alvarado <laughs> has like nine steals this year where you know they'll make a shot and he'll like be near the corner and he goes and he hides in the corner and then he'll he'll run by and they won't see him. You should the one last night was hilarious. Peyton just has a nose for that. Wiggins doesn't have nobody else on the team really. I mean, Iguodala, you could say, kind of has a nose for that in dunker spot. Good offensive rebounder, too. He had two huge ones in Atlanta. He had another one last night. He does make winning plays on both sides of the ball.
2: He's a he's a guy you got to play. I mean, I think we've said that from the beginning. You just have to play him and then obviously because you can go put him on anybody and go, you know, make it tough for that player. But He's also like just does winning stuff and some of it's because he's not being guarded. Like we do have to admit, like he isn't guarded and And he won't ever be guarded. (laughs) Yeah. And, and so that does open up space because when you're not being guarded and they, then they totally lose focus of you, you're wide open, but you got to be smart about that. And he is, and he is playing, he is going to play and he, you almost have to have him out there because you have a lot of other defensive liabilities that you're leaning towards on offense to try to make sure you can score. He's got to play. And Draymond and Andre. Yeah, those, those are your defensive players. And Looney's, you know, whenever they play Looney, those are your defensive players. And at some point it's going to be we gotta stop this team. This this team is scoring on us. We've got to that's how they've beaten Portland, like we're stopping them, we're scoring on them. We're stopping them, we're scoring on them, and it will get to that point. Whether it's Dallas in the first round, whoever you know, Denver in the first round, it's just going to get to that point And GP two is going to be a huge part of it.
1: Yeah, they put him on Luca in Dallas. I remember this
0: dude. Alvarado is pulling like a playground yeah. move, bro. Yeah, 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 yeah. I put it in the slack, Tim. If you
1: want to see the steal, I'm talking hey, that, about. But,
0: yeah, yeah, that's that's a playground move. That's what there, you do at the at the
1: Y. There's like eight more. That is not like some one time thing he did. He's been. He's that's he's hilarious. completed that like eight times. Hey,
0: the entire the entire Portland arena is like, hey, hey, yeah. he's coming, turn around. That's
1: <laughs> great. <laughs> he this just earned great. himself a guaranteed contract. I'll I'll send you guys another one. But that is weird. That is really weird. <laughs> that's like his move. What do you guys think? Matchup wise, they look likely at this point to be in the four. Last night was uh, you know put them in the four. Them against Utah. Do you think it's a better or worse path? Utah in the first round, Phoenix in the second round, or something like Dallas or Denver in the first round, Memphis in the second round. Is there a notable difference to you guys?
2: I think they would want to avoid Dallas in the first round, and which looks uh, likely the at this point because yep. you know that. Yeah, and, I've said Memphis all along. I just think Memphis is is a tough team for them in, in a lot of different ways. Phoenix is the best team, but I, I think Dallas memphis would be the two rounds that would be really tough for them and i don't know i think dallas would be a coin flip series i I really do and i don't i don't think denver i think they would have a a a live much more live shot to beat denver uh i just think the matchups better without michael porter and all these other you know denver's we don't know about jamal murray i don't think Jokic can beat can win four games on his own in in a series against the warriors with draymond playing well that's that's what i think
1: this Utah game uh, on Saturday is really big. It's for the tiebreaker, so it's basically a two-game swing in the standings. At this point, to me, it seems like it's probably could be the decider of home court in a potential 4-5, or five. and I do think home court matters. I'm not sure you want to. As you're trying to come together, do game one, game two. For them, games. it matters,
0: yeah, yeah. But, I mean, they do have this record of winning on the road every playoff series, right? So there's a part of you that thinks, all right, they'll get one, but just to bank on that, I don't think they're. What if in that, that's like Steph's that, first game back? Yeah, I don't, I don't. What if they're? What if they're in that position, right? I don't. I don't know if they need to be, to be like, hey, we have to win one. They could do that when they got KD and everybody. You to Houston, like I get it. Also, even if you get one, you're one on one. You come back home,
2: you lose game three. You're down two one. Like you know, it's just it's a bad way to start. It's a bad mental state to be like, oh wait a minute, like we lose any games, we're in trouble here. You know, they've thrown away some home games on the playoffs. We've seen that. So
1: you, you don't uh. trust them to close big home games right now? <laughs> yeah, I mean. have
2: not got that feeling so, recently. There's I mean
1: what do you guys think about this closing thing? Like I said, one and eight in their last like fifteen in clutch time. I mean, you know, we can go through the home just collapses. Obviously, the blown lead to Dallas, blown lead to Denver, the the, the game winners, the Pacers game, even you could say, obviously last night. Like they just they're making mistakes when it matters most.
2: And they can't—they can't guarantee the defense is going to be there at the end. Like they've screwed up on defense many times, whether it's a foul or not covering the right guy or giving up a blow by. I mean, the, the basic things that that they could count on during the dynasty aren't there, and I think it really gets magnified at the end of games because when every little piece, every facet, is the most important. But that's you know again they're gonna say it's Andre being there it's it's Draymond feeling better or being actually on the court it's Steph being actually on the court but when you try to do the microcosm of what makes people feel a little queasy about this team even though they still got a very good record uh you know what they have they would have the third best record in the East right now I mean we talk about all these teams in the East that could win a championship the Warriors are right there with them record wise and one in Miami without all their guys but it's because like. All the things that we know that we've seen—the free throws aren't great. The, you know they have breakdowns. It's more—it means you know way way more at the end of a close game. And, and man, they've been losing them at home. Like I, I go to these games, I watch the road games on TV. Like they, they just don't feel confident at the end. You don't, or or you don't feel confident that they're going to bring it in because they make these mistakes, because they throw it away, because they you know they don't seem to be organized. You know, again, last night it's tough. You don't have a timeout. But he had plenty of time to go the length of the court. Maybe Phoenix was going to foul him intentionally, but you know they weren't that close to a fouling pull at that moment. They really they weren't. I know he's got to feel like they were, but he could have made a pass there. Like you could have thrown across court if Clay was in a better spot. Clay could have got a three up,
0: especially when you see time. two guys coming at you, right? For yeah, like
2: you could have got it to Clay. Clay was not in the position to get it. Like why was Clay in a not in a position to get the ball? Like they're they're just a little unorganized and. All the things that we've said are, are really, really telescoped right towards the final two minutes of close games and them not having it right now to be able to do it. And I just think the defense is the number one thing, though. Like, they can't rely on stopping people. And if you can't rely on stopping people, it's really going to come through in, in the final two minutes.
0: I mean, I do think we I, I do think a part of it is the league knows what they're going to do. They haven't had their all-stars together, so they could just say, hey, man, you we, we know what we're going to do? We're going to do it anyway. But they're doing the same thing with not as good players, and that matters. Like They're going to split action. Everybody knows it, <laughs> right? The third read on a split action is the post guy making a play. That's, that's loony a lot, right? That's <laughs> so it's like they haven't had time to put their best players on the floor and run their stuff. And I do think they get a little complicated down the stretch. Phoenix is the best crunch team in the league. Like, they're a machine. It's very simple. It's not hella passes. It's not a bunch of DHOs. It's not all this stuff. It's Chris Paul goes and gets the ball. And he gets it to Devin Booker or he takes it himself. Like, it's very simple. The words are not simple. They, They do a lot. And when you don't have, like, your top flight players in there. You're just asking for mistakes. Like I know last night people were like, but Otto Porter was wide open. If he cut Otto Porter's not in that situation all the time. Like he doesn't, you know, that's not, he probably didn't even know he was open. He's like worried about other stuff. And, there's worried a worried about
1: screening Jordan Poole yeah, because like, he's like, the guy the with screen, 38.
0: Three cuts and all this and that. And he's like, oh, but he's open. Like
1: He's like, I played with John Wall and Bradley Beal in Washington when one of them has 30-plus late in the game. They get the ball. Yeah, I yeah, go screen for them, and then they go try to score. That's what we do in the NBA.
0: It's like they inbound to Draymond, fake hand off to Poole. Back her screen, cut, and all that. Well, you know, That's what
2: that, that was a fake handoff, and they thought Draymond was going to have a lane in the basket, but CP3 said, but you know what's going to happen? Know that. Yeah, yeah there's yeah. going to be a fake handoff here, so I will stand here, and Draymond will not be able to get there. Other That's people know happened. that.
0: People know what they're doing. So the best answer is just simplified, I think.
2: Steph Curry. Steph Curry's just a
0: lot of the answer there, too.
2: I mean, they've lost games with Steph. I mean, it's not like he's the only answer, but he's the... Their, their best. Answer. I know what Marcus
1: would say. It's the Steph Curry against Houston. That remember he went and got the ball and like got to a nineteen and they footer. Said and it, hit a right? game winner. Simple, winner. simple. yeah.
0: Simple, <laughs> yeah. This is simple. But way. that could have been pool last
1: night, you know. Clay, oh, wave, waved everybody off. Clay out. agrees. Just go, just go,
0: just get him one on four. Next time we will we we look. We will be talking to you, and the Warriors will be a clinch playoff team. You calling this later? <laughs> Are we calling it? Yes, I am yeah. calling
1: a clinch in the next week. I'm not some type of it might be through a
0: minnesota loss but it's still like- <laughs> well, yeah. this is a big game on saturday but until next time we will holler at you